This is our Fireside Stories, talking junk, telling stories about South Africa. Hey, San. Hello. <laughs> You've swapped places tonight. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Just taking a sip of beverage. I just got the coffee bean as well. <laughs> Sambuca is way better with the coffee beans in it. <laughs> just like they had it in the Italian club. Mm. Mm. Okay. So when we were growing up, our, ex- our exposure to the outside world, the world <laughs> that wasn't Africa or South Africa, was primarily through... Movies! Movies, or t- <laughs> yeah. Movies and TV shows. Um, at least the ones that didn't have that typically African brown tinge to them. The know. beige filter, mm. I like to call it. Or yeah, sepia, sepia, however yeah. you, you pronounce it. Um, and did, didn't you find when we first came to Europe, um, there were these, you know, these things that were part of as far as we felt, a, a fantasy, a fantasy world, you know, they, they existed in movies, but that was it. Mm-hmm. And then you come to, you come to Europe and you, you see some of these things and you're like, um, you're like that really annoying person that says, I've been there, I've been there, <laughs> I've been there when you go, when you, when you, when you eventually go back one day. Dude, that was huge coming here. Hmm. I was really excited to see like London. Mm. Not just because of the movies, but obviously because of history, mm. all the cool things you learn about. But so exciting. Yeah. And if you had to say, if you had to say before you came, mm-hmm. do you feel like you had any idea of which parts, which bits, I don't know, were there any bits that you really wanted to see or... um bits that you felt were particularly memorable because obviously you hear about shopping in Oxford Street and you um you you hear or you see Hamleys and like all you know all those like very like tur- all those very touristy things yeah but I don't I know didn't... if maybe you had some yeah. slightly less cliche well I don't know if less cliche but I didn't care that much about shopping other than buying as you know mm-hmm. 24 up Dr. Martens <laughs> That was my that shopping in, dream. <laughs> you would get that into the story but, somewhere. Tangent. Um, no, I was so excited to see castles, uh, the Tower of London, Tower Bridge, St Paul's, Westminster Abbey, all the like big historical monument type stuff. Hmm. Not just in London, but you know, traveling through England, seeing the um, Viking sort of remnants and the. Hmm castles because there is literally like a castle around every corner churches old beautiful churches mm, beautiful buildings yeah yeah and have you ever had the have you ever had the experience of i guess walking through london and i don't know imagining yourself as a particular character i don't know 
Mary Poppins, for example. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I'm like. I don't think I necessarily imagine myself as anyone in particular, but I do, and this is going to sound so lame, but I do stop and, like, touch <laughs> the old walls, for example. I did this outside Tower Bridge not that long ago, and, like, try and imagine what it was like in the whatever when it was being built hundreds of years ago um yeah so no one in particular but i definitely like to imagine what it was like Mm. in the stinky dirty muddy streets of london Mm. you know when you said there about walking around london and and touching the old bits of stone (laughs) reminded me of driving with my grand i knew you were gonna say that holiday (laughs) And, I know. She'd, and she'd say, she said this often, she'd say, Warren, imagine if those rocks could talk. <laughs> All oh, the word. things they tell us. I know. And I'd say, Grant, it's a rock in the middle of a field. <laughs> I'm not sure to have a whole lot to say, but she, you know, she was probably right and I was probably wrong. But Well, I do inflict the stories of London on our children, do I not? Mm. not they like a good children. story. Please, you love it. Come on. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Are there any bits of London, maybe maybe not movie-wise, um, or any, maybe any bits of Europe that you, f- you felt particularly drawn to? So I know you did a Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah. You did a Jack the Ripper walking tour type thing. I, like, made one. <laughs> Yeah. I went and researched mm-hmm. Jack the Ripper and then wrote down all the spots, the good spots. There is You can go on Jack the Ripper tours in London, but I kind of made my own one. Mm. Um, it is very cool, though, seeing these like m- monumental, historical, iconic areas and buildings in the movies and then actually standing next to them. Mm. We do have this story of encountering a part of the British countryside <laughs> from uh, from the movies yeah um which was a surprise to us or when i say that we didn't know that it was we didn't know when we were traveling there that this was there however it was distinct but i imagine you might like to tell this story <laughs> i have told it <laughs> a lot we of want times it in variation you have to interject because I think it's fairly subjective, this story. Oh, is it not? <laughs> guaranteed I'll interject because your yours always involves lies. Oh. Uh, hyperbole. Mm, or, you know. Lies. <laughs> no, it's leave, not lies. Leaving things out. Nonsense. Okay. So, um, we have to start at the very beginning. Okay. Right? Which is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 1990, I don't know, whatever. Back in childhood. Mm-hmm. And I went to see this movie with my uncle. He lived in four ways. With my uncle and my mom and my younger brothers. And we went to see this movie and I absolutely loved it. Like, this was... Kevin Costner. Oh, man. It was so great. And what was the Brian Adams song? I Everything ne- I Do. Come I on. nearly said I would do anything for love, but that's meatloaf. <laughs> much the same lyrics wow. oh my word so I love this poor Alistair was traumatised that evil witch character mm. 
my mom, I remember Morgana. My, I remember her yes, name. Yes, right. And Alan Rickman was the baddie and he was so good. But I remember my mom sitting in the movie and she had no idea what we were like kind of going to see. She completely trusted mm. her brother. Mm. <laughs> and she she was a little bit um she felt really bad afterwards that she had subjected us to this like traumatic film, although it wasn't for me. I loved it. Alistair was a bit terrified. Mm. Um anyway, so But wait, 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 we focus yes. <laughs> This is because I imagine they were afraid of that bit where she breaks the break breaks open that bloody egg yes, in the tray with the bones. And her long and nail, and she's like doing this some like sato ritual, balding and stuff like that. Yeah, like, she's freaking. But I don't know that she actually loved the movie. It's sort of like a bit like our kids. It's like a bit of romance, and it's like no, oh, Kevin it's a whole movie. The like mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, so that Robin Hood is awesome. So then, many years later, mm-hmm. you and I arrive in London, and we're having a good time in the city and our friend Yvonne from South Africa comes to visit and we decide we're going to go on this trip into the English countryside to, so up north to Hadrian's Wall, right? Which is like an old Roman wall that used to span along the countryside. Um, I don't know, whatever, for whatever reason, some sort of fortification, I imagine, knowing the Romans. Um, so we drive up north we stay in this beautiful country cottage, um, farm type thing, and... It was on a farm. Okay. <laughs> farm, not farm type thing. There were sheep, I remember that. And we went on lots of nice walks. So the one day we were walking, and we decided to follow the wall, right? Remember? So we were walking along the wall, and we kind of get to this dip in the wall. Not dip, like a valley. Um, and there's this pretty magnificent tree, like mm-hmm. one solitary big tree in this valley. And did you, did you realize that it was the tree from the movie? Yes. But how did you realize straight away that that was the tree from the movie? Because that scene is iconic from the beginning of the movie yeah. where the kid climbs up the tree yeah. to get away from... The sheriff and the dogs. Yes, exactly. Okay, so you recognize this was this tree. I believed you that it was the tree. I don't know if I actually believed you or if I just wanted to believe you, but I was like, yeah, this is the tree. So. But wait, can I also interject? Yes. <laughs> Normally when you tell the story, it involves you deciding that it was the tree. I'm pretty sure I knew it was the tree. But only after I did. Okay. Whatever. It was the tree. You conferred my... my <laughs> <laughs> We had a moment, I had a moment under this tree. I remember sitting there and being like, this is the Robin Hood tree. Kevin Costner Kevin Costner here. stood under this tree. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman sat, you know when he sits on yeah. the wall, he goes back, he walks back up the wall and does his praying thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was awesome. We have this moment. And my friend Yvonne is like, what is wrong with you guys? You're being ridiculous. This is not the tree. Whatever. She was not convinced. No ways. That. So... That's fine. We carry on walking. We go and see this cool Roman fort. We get on a bus. Remember, back to our little farm place. And on the bus, there's a tour guide. And he is kind of, he has a tour party with him. And he's telling them about the countryside. And we drive past the tree. And he says, oh, and you probably all know that this is the tree from that film, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So obviously you and I were like, yes, we knew it. (laughs) And Yvonne was really sad because she's a bit like me. She likes to touch the tree and imagine she was there many years ago and Robin Hood was standing next to her kind of person. Kevin Costner. (laughs) Robin Hood. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, so that was fun, and we thought that was really funny. So we go back to the cottage. We spend some more days traveling around. We went up to Scotland, whatever, and then we decide, or Yvonne decides, we need to go back and spend a moment under the tree <laughs> so she can have her special Kevin Costner, nope, not Kevin Costner, Robin Hood <laughs> moments. So we're like, yeah, cool, let's do that. So we set off, and um, Yvonne is a little bit afraid of heights, right? So we start walking, and instead of walking up the, like, hill towards the tree, we decide, let's not do that. Yvonne doesn't love the heights, and also, it's going to be quicker to just go around the bottom. So, like, across, it looks like a moor a little bit, right? Well... (laughs) It looked like grassland. Yeah. It, there wasn't, it wasn't evidently anything other no. than that. So um, you were kind of leading the way. So you're like, yeah, let's do that. So we start walking and we realize pretty quickly that it's quite marshy. Mm, very much so. <laughs> so you say, this is dumb. We should just go back and walk up the hill. At least it's solid ground. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> let's just, we're already halfway there. Let's just smash our way through the marsh which is quite typical of me and my thug mentality. <laughs> we just smash our way through. Um, and I think I probably just rammed on ahead, didn't I? Forged on ahead and you were like, well, okay. I think, so the way I remember it, there was, there was like a, a tuft, there was, there was a tuft of grass because I guess from up on the hill, you yeah. look down and, and it looks grassy and green. Yeah. But when you're up close, it's actually quite, it's quite muddy and there's spaces between the grass and so on. Anyway, so there was pretty much mud everywhere. That also smelt like car crap. Yes, exactly. I was just about to say that. It just Should have been I, the first warning. Hmm. I think that was probably one of the reasons you were quite keen to just forge ahead to just get out of the... The bog of know. eternal stench, yeah, yes. It did, it did feel like that. Ah, oh, smells. Um, <laughs> And Yvonne's just going along with whatever we're doing. We're bickering in the middle of the marshland. <laughs> yeah, she's cackling away. Yeah, at the laughing at us. So anyway, we wait, fought... wait, wait. Okay. So yeah. there was there was this one bit where it was particularly muddy, and there was a, I think it was like a tuft of grass. Yeah. For, forget forgetting that yes, while you're relatively strong and quite athletic, you do have quite short legs. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I'm gonna jump over this bit of mud and land on that tuft of grass and then go over the next bit into that what looks like a bank over there somewhere. Anyway, that's that's, okay, that's so the run-up to, I'm perched on to my the triple little, jump. Or I'm aiming for the tuft. I'm aiming for the, the tuft. Um, so I take this almighty leap but miss the tuft and land in the marsh. Mm-hmm. And I'm not joking when I say the first thought that came to my mind was um, Artax. Mm-hmm. The horse mm-hmm. from the never ending story yep. sinking into the swamp <laughs> and poor Atreyu standing on the side. And I was like, I'm going to sink into the swamp and die. So I just nimbly lifted my foot out of the mud and bolted to the other side. Mm. Um, in the process, leaving my shoe behind. Right? So now I'm like standing on the one side, starting to laugh because my shoe's gone. Telling you guys to just come across, right? And because you did it so gracefully, <laughs> we were convinced, obviously. But um, then trying to figure out how to get my shoe, which looks like it is slightly sinking into the mud. Oh, you, no, it, it, 
your foot went quite deep into the mud, which is why, which is where your shoe went. Your shoe stayed in the mud yeah. as you continued forward. Yeah, right. I didn't stop to pick up my shoe. Um, anyway, so you were you really fed up at this point that I've made us come through the mud? But I don't remember why no. you got the shoe. Were you just being chivalrous? <laughs> um. I was I I had yet to at that point, so I think Yvonne went next. Yeah. Yvonne went next, and I think she was going to try and get the shoe in the way, <laughs> and failed. This is how I remember it. Maybe this is not true. This is yeah. how I remember it. Um, so I had yet to cross. I had yet to do the. What What did you say? Almighty jump. There's There's definitely a lot of hyperbole. No, here. no, it was almighty. The almighty jump, no, no, and no. then nimble. Um, that's I'm short. Come on. Yeah. So, you know, just for some correct, some editorial <laughs> corrections, um, I ended up getting it on my way. But because it was, because it was quite deep in the mud, I almost had to like wallow a little bit and fish it out, which meant that by that point, my shoes had been thoroughly drenched by whatever was contained in said bowl. Well, I don't, I don't remember you. I just remember you storming through the mud, picking up my shoe and throwing it to the other yeah, side. Yeah, well, that's... Yes, so I didn't try to jump in and I, like you were ant- just like mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't have to try an antelope over it. I got to it, got the shoe. And what happened to, to your shoes in the process of this? They got very wet, very muddy, and full of car car pads. Yeah. Okay, so by this time, I'm literally crying, laughing so much. You're so pregnant. As pregnant, um, my bladder control wasn't great. But I was laughing so much at you. And I have this problem that whenever you get really cross, mainly to do with when you've hurt yourself, like if you've hit yourself on a, like if you've bashed your arm or like whatever. And I, for some reason, I find it really funny. So you were furious and I was laughing. And the more I laughed, the, the crosser you got. And then Yvonne is laughing at me laughing. And you're just like, you didn't, when you're angry, like proper angry, you didn't say anything. (laughs) You were just dead silent. Dead silent. And then I remember us trudging. We see the tree, right? So so I'm like, eh, it's cool. I got my other shoe. There's the tree. Off we go. But we're walking up to this tree and I'm, Yvonne and I are like in hysterics. You're storming, I don't even know, behead or behind us. We get to the tree have our moment. I've got a photo of you sitting. Do you know this photo? With your head in your hands. I do. I with your disgusting photo. shoes. Mm-hmm. Just like... <laughs> it's more memorable for me than uh, than Kevin Costner. Oh, come on, man. The tree was nice. Anyway, so you're furious. Yvonne and I have a good time. <laughs> we um, see the tree. We go back to our little farmhouse. And then we Needless decide... Needless to say, not through the marsh. No, not through the marsh. Um... And then we decide the next day that we're going to go uh, to Scotland, to, to Edinburgh. Castle. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, we went to Stirling Castle and then we went to Edinburgh and to mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so that's fine. We wake up the next morning and then we start getting ready and realize that you had only one pair of shoes. The shoes are literally like sopping wet. Mm-hmm. full of mud smell disgusting there's no ways you can wear them 
So we're like, okay, it's also, no problem. it's quite cold, so yeah. you don't want to wear, like, wet shoes. No, so we're like, it's, we'll find a shop on the way <laughs> and <laughs> buy you some shoes. Doesn't matter. We'll find some slops. We'll find whatever. So I'm driving. We head off. Um, obviously, we're in the middle of pretty much nowhere. We before the time of Google Maps as well. Yeah, we didn't. We weren't using SatNav no. or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we drive. We kind of keep a vague lookout. Um, don't see any shops. You still got no shoes. We drive into Scotland. I'm like literally sitting there. Like, please, God, in heaven, can we find a shop with shoes? Mainly well, because I was less concerned about your feet and more concerned about the wrath. <laughs> the wrath that would be faced. Well, I was going to say, hoping to find a shop along country farm roads. <laughs> we didn't especially go looking for one. We drove to Scotland. Yeah, but We're you like, know... Oh, if conveniently we find a shop. <laughs> well, okay, so... <laughs> The logic maybe wasn't great, but Karen driving, we don't see shops. We get to, um, where is Stirling Castle? In Stirling? Uh, we get to Stirling. Um, we still haven't found you shoes. I remember driving around the little town. Mm. Do you remember? I do it's remember. Like, it was very... Well, it's quite small though. It's small. Mm. It's cobbly. Mm. It's like no shoe shops. So we're like, okay, well, we'll just go to the castle. Maybe there'll be... Um, some shoes in the like curios you know they always have those little curio shops <laughs> maybe there'll be some shoes there <laughs> it had also if i mom if my memory serves me well it had it was also drizzling it was so we get to say so we got we had how had how are my feet currently dressed with nothing <laughs> and i'm sure we had been had we not got out the car before then we had we stopped at another ruin somewhere and I just walked around barefoot. <laughs> was that, did we go to Gretna Green that day? Yes. Oh my word, did you walk around Gretna Green? With no, because no that was afterwards. Oh, okay. So we, um, so we get to Sterling and you still have no shoes. I remember get, parking at the castle. I'm like, oh my word. We're actually going to walk around Sterling Castle and you're going to have no shoes on. <laughs> We, Which I was actually going to do. You were going to. So I'm like, okay, I'll just get out quickly and go check in the shop. I get out the car. I'm like, oh God, please, please, can there be something? Walk towards the curio shop. I kind of stick my Wait, head. curio shop? Not curio shop. Like, what do you call it? <laughs> well, why are you laughing? Souvenir shop. Yeah. It's like you're, you're in KwaZulu Natal. <laughs> yeah, buying little <laughs> beaded lions, whatever. Souvenir shop. I get there, I kind of stick my head in, I'm like, oh man, there's no shoes. I turn around and behind me is a dustbin, um, like one of those cement ones. And it was like the angels were singing from heaven and the light was beaming down on this pair of <laughs> yellow, like, tackies. They were yellow tackies with whites, yellow and whites, I think, on the bin. And I was like, this is amazing. I looked around. Nobody see, it didn't seem there was no one there. So I was like, oh, this is a gift from God. This is, this is manna, exactly, <laughs> manna from the heavens. I'm like, no ways. If this is, if these shoes are somebody's, they're not here. I'm taking them. Um, so I take these no, shoes. No, no, you didn't take them. I think you came to tell me that there were shoes on <laughs> the bin you... and I should go and get them. 
Well, you... <laughs> that is like, Did I really were, do that? Yes, because there were people around. I'm like, so. <laughs> No, I already probably have a half homeless look about me. And oh, <laughs> here I am. It's like, here we go. Someone someone did, was throwing these shoes away, but didn't want to throw them in the bin. And I'm like, like hurrah. <laughs> so you went then and got the shoes that were too big for you, right? They were like a size. Well, I have a size seven and a half. They were more, size 10 or something. They were like 10 and a half. <laughs> Matter, were, right? Well, it didn't matter to to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I say that Jesus. it didn't matter to me either because I was pleased that I wouldn't have to walk around. Yeah, the cobbles and the gravel <laughs> barefoot. I mean, I would. You would have. I would have managed. Would they have let us in? Maybe I don't know. I don't know if anyone's ever gone there barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all worried. And just to be clear, in this country. People do leave things, like, outside their houses or whatever if they don't want pretty good stuff. Yeah. So it's not, like, yeah. an abnormal thing necessarily. No, they weren't. You know? They weren't. They were in pretty good condition. They were in good shoes. condition. They didn't smell. They weren't wet. Yeah. They were all the things my other shoes Manor were. Manna <laughs> from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was a good end to that little... Yeah. I can't believe I made you go and get them. I didn't mm. make you. I can't believe I didn't just take them. Take them and run. So that's the Robin Hood story. Lives on in the family much, legend. Much to my dismay. <laughs> the kids love that story though. They do love it. <clears throat> Affectionately known as Robin Hood Tree. Yeah. Do they call it that? I think they always say, tell us when dad didn't have shoes. Mm. <laughs> you had a good time. Like the walking holiday time. holiday in Dublin. The walking holiday of Dublin. I remember this well. Yeah. Let's just do the literary walk. Yeah. We'll let's walk here and here. And this just... Oscar Wilde and this Patrick Kavanaugh and this. Yeah. Let's walk all the places Andrew's planned for us to walk. Never mind the fact that I was already Carry... ill. <laughs> Carrying and for some bag. reason, I was carrying the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> so much for an equal society. It's like <laughs> I was still recovering from the Jamison Distillery. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> drinking everyone else's leftover samples. <laughs> they hadn't drunk them. They just. <laughs> I know you helped them. Oh. Like, I even remember this. You're like, do you think it's okay if I like? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember going to the shop after that? Do you remember we went we went to the Jamison Distillery, did all the whiskey tasting, and then mm. we went to the shop, and I think it took us a really long time to buy <laughs> our food. I remember walking up and down the aisles, and you were like, "Andrea, just pick something," and I was like, "I can't think. I don't know what to pick." Mm, I wonder why. Whiskey. It's good I'm pretty stuff. sure wasn't that when we bought jam that we had to leave <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> Probably yeah. Because we oh, had. What a bummer. Carry on only. Oh, yeah. How smart are we? Oh. A let's, hard lesson, that. Let's buy some cool jam and then throw it in the bin. Well, why is jam and liquid? Come on. Like. I don't know. Anyway. We were actually talking about movies. Now that now that we're living in Europe, now we mm-hmm. have the... Now we have almost like the opposite effect, don't we, when it comes to movies. You see... Um, Avengers Age of Ultron. You're like, no way. That's shot in Johannesburg. Or um, Chappie. 
or District yeah, 9. That's a and really you almost good point. Ha- you almost have this reverse experience where yeah. you're like, I lived there. Yeah. And because we still feel like our hearts are, you know, we've lived here for 13 years now, but uh, we still describe South Africa and Johannesburg as home. There is there's a combination of, wow, that's almost like still my city, you know what yeah. I mean? My city, even yeah. though you've left it. Um, that's my city. But also, then it wells up all the other emotions as well. Like, you know, you see all the identifiably South African South Africans, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like the police have their particular, you know, it's like the police force wear caps. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those kinds of things. And it makes you... And even just hearing a South African accent in a movie and then obviously wanting to share that. We're, we're like, guys, that's where we live. That's South Africa when our kids are watching. Mm, they're like... And then, <laughs> and then finding South African movies for them mm. to watch. Um, mm. Yeah. Wait, we're talking about South African movies. Not too long ago, we showed our kids Jock of the Bushveld. You actually mentioned Jock of oh, the Bushveld yes. in the last time we talked. And you're like, it's such a sad movie. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to cope with Jock dying. Yeah. I had never watched Jock of the Bushveld until that time. Only to realize that. Jock doesn't die oh my word how does it i remember watching it at school no wait we did watch it at school but i remember watching it at the drive-in maybe top star even and um crying literally weeping watching that movie and i was convinced he died Mm. but he he's he goes deaf because he gets kicked in the head right Mm. um i literally remember just thinking it was the saddest thing i've ever seen in my life it's also the song Right, it's got Johnny Clegg and Spirits of the Great Heart, and that's just like mm. that song is very evocative. Anyway, so mm. it was funny though me saying, "Guys, just you know, it's prepare yourself." Prepare yourself, and they watched, and they they really liked it, mm. and it was quite interesting them watching something. I mean, it's not just from another culture; like it's South African, and they've all been born here, but it's also so dated. But I do definitely feel, I don't know what you think, like I do want them to have a sense of our home at mm. least. And I really love showing them mm. films with a South African vibe to them. Mm. Well, maybe one day we'll be lucky enough to go and take them to, this is Johannesburg. Yeah. And this is the almighty Kensington. And <laughs> this is... Yeah. Edenvale and this is whatever. Almost reverse tourism. <laughs> yeah. Our hearts, I guess, pieces of us are still there. Yep. And we want our kids to know what that's like.